This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I want to give you a little bit of understanding of the hierarchy within the material manifestation and within the spiritual manifestation. We are, as human beings, living entities, we are created as servants. Our position is simply that we render service. If we get good service, we render something of significance and we get a significant return. And if we are of poor quality, we may just serve some pet. There is still the matter of this material manifestation has been created and it exists and it is timed under a duration and it goes through changes and ages repeatedly and that there is a superior force governing and controlling all the aspects of nature, let alone nature herself, with so many astonishing forces and powers. So we can look and we can see that outside of these efforts of the living entities, outside of the controlling background of nature, and within the functional aspects of the age, functional aspects of the universe, functional aspects of the movement of the living entities through the cycle of birth and death in multiple, all the 8,400,000 species of life, there is some astonishing management system. The Vedic literature describes there are 33 million demigods in the administrative structure that control the universe. This is not an accidental anything. Similarly, it's not that Earth is the only planet with life. They all have life. The only thing that changes is the bodily form. But we, as living entities, we are everywhere within the universe. There is no void. The Lord's creation is for the living entities to fulfill desires of an unlimited array. And so there are multitudes of planets of unlimited varieties that are facilities for the living entities. They're provided with a body of a specific type that's perfectly suitable for inhabiting that particular planet, that atmosphere, that situation where they can fulfill their desires. So the entire universe is created for us to fulfill our desires. We are eternal living entities, but we have independent free will. You have free will. I have free will. It doesn't matter what anybody does, says, or thinks. We still have free will. That free will is a divine right. It comes from the Supreme Lord. He never interferes with it. He never frustrates our free will. We have free will at every moment of our existence. And so there's multitudes of living entities with more than that multitudes of desires. And the Lord allows us to fulfill our desires so that we have the ability to exercise our independence. And all of the planets within the universe are just for that purpose. The living entities can become totally demonic, selfish, totally physically enamored. And they can become completely spiritual, 
They can become completely free of selfishness, completely free of any self-interest, completely devoted to the upliftment of themselves and others. And any aspect, any concept, any level of function in between. They can become so sinful that they deserve to be punished. They deserve to be restricted. Their free will is minute because they misuse their free will so badly. Similarly, their free will was used extremely well, and they get more free will. They get more liberated states of existence. This spectrum from very poor to very great is all within the material manifestation. If we look at it on a planetary platform, we can see that all of the lower planetary systems, the hellish planets, the Vedic literature describes the nine hellish planets, all the way up to the topmost planets of the heavenly planets, Brahma Loka, Satya Loka, Patara Loka. All of these different varieties are represented in the different planets, are represented by the different qualities of the living entities, are represented by levels of consciousness and desire. So it becomes vitally important for the educated in the human form of life to look at their desires. How are you using your free will and what is the nature of your desires? Because you can work yourself all the way up to heaven or neglect yourself all the way down to hell. But it's all still within the material universe. It's all still within the capacity of the 33 million demigods who are administrating control over this particular universe. Nothing is out of control. But everybody is acting in such a way that individually and collectively we're pushing society, we're pushing the experience up or down. Collectively and individually. We see it on the planet right now. An example that everybody is aware of the war in Afghanistan. Or everybody is aware of the latest Hollywood stuff. Everybody is aware of the royal family. Everybody is aware of the latest movie or the latest television, whatever it is. It's a collective consciousness. The information is being shared collectively. Different people make different of it. But we have a collective situation. And we foolishly think that it's only on our planet. We think that the independence of the living entities is restricted to what we know as independence. But what if you're a caterpillar? What if you're an insect of any variety that can only walk or crawl and you can't fly? Maybe there's an insect that can fly. How far are you going to get? A mile? So the amount of independent freedom you're given and the amount of uh, use of your free will you're allowed is determined by you in the type of activities you perform and the desires you have. And it's awarded by the management, the demigod management of the universe. Now, the demigod management of the universe isn't so much seen. That's part of it. They're supposed to stay out of the way and allow you to exercise your independence without any guilt, without any concern. Do you selfishly or selflessly determine your future? You determine the good and bad results according to how you perform. 
And the management system of the universe is supposed to be, let's say, behind the curtain or out of sight, out of the way, so that it doesn't interfere. We get that on a stage play. We get that in when they make movies. There's cameras all over the place, but they're not seen in the film. The film produced, you see the action, you see the individuals, you see the set and setting, you see all these things, but you don't see the cameras. But you know they're there, don't you? Because you're witnessing it through the camera. Similarly, this material manifestation, you're seeing the manifestation, the sustainability. You're seeing the action and reaction going on, but you don't see the demigods that are doing it. So our situation is that we are being allowed the use of our free will with our independence and the fulfillment of our desires by facilities provided. Whether you want something good or you want something bad, the facilities are provided. If you want to do something good, the facility to do good is there. If you want to do something bad, the facility to do bad is there. That's the nature of the place. The issue is your determination of what should be done and not be done. The problem is, is when you take on a material body, you become diseased, contaminated in consciousness. And you're unable to make decisions as to what is your best self-interest. And so you become a little bit of trial and error. And in this age, with imperfect senses, with a tendency to cheat, with a tendency to be illusioned, you get a lot more error than learning. And therefore the Lord has the spiritual master, the chain of spiritual masters, constantly available for those who wake up to this fact. The management of the universe, they do not inhibit the spiritual masters coming into the material manifestation and delivering Vedic wisdom. They are all aware of Vedic wisdom. They are living under the Vedic wisdom. They have reached a platform of being servants of God, and they're working in the, in the uh, demigod category of his manifestation. And they're maintaining, offering facilities for the living entities from the background, thankless task, so that the living entities can fulfill their desires without feeling as though they're being watched over, overseen, or limited, or restricted. And we tend to generate, as I said a moment ago, individual and collective consciousness. And if you are unsatisfied with this status of life and the situation that we're in, you then inquire about who am I, why am I here, how did I get here? What is the goal of life? What am I supposed to be doing? Can I control where I go at the time of death? And that person who comes to that level, he meets the spiritual master. And the spiritual master answers those questions, all of them, completely to the satisfaction of that person's inquiry. And the demigods throw him a party. They give him facilities, they give him opportunities, they give him liberation. They step back and allow the person to be intimately related with the spiritual master and intimately connected with devotional service of the Lord just like they are. It's said in the Vedic literature, you can be born in the lower species of life or you can be born again in the human species of life or you can be born in the demigod species of life. The differences of the consciousness that you achieve in this human form. 
If you become attached, simply totally attached to everything that's around you, everything in the way that you'll get a chance to do more of it. And if you don't care and you screw everything up and you're disrespectful and arrogant and cheating and disgusting, you'll end up in the lower species of life. Maybe you'll be a caterpillar or a beetle. And yet if you come to the higher status of understanding how to use your free will and that you are a servant of God and the spiritual master is instructing you of the tools to use to purify yourself, you can become a demigod. And if you follow and enter into the devotional service of the Lord, you can skip the demigod thing and go right back to the spiritual world, leaving the material universe behind, penetrating the shell of the universe and returning to the ever-effulgent spiritual world, our natural home, and live there eternally in bliss and knowledge and association of the Lord, above the demigods. So this opportunity of consciousness transition is prevalent at all levels of existence, right on up through the managerial structures and status of this universe, right on into the spiritual world. He who renders the best, most selfless service gets the closest to the Lord. Those who are eternal associates of the Lord and are engaged in his activities and pastimes, who are simply trying to see to his satisfaction, are the ones who are the most purified, selfless beings. They have no selfish desire. They simply want to satisfy the Lord's desires. They become qualified to get the closest. They become qualified to render the most important services. And you can start that process now. When you understand that simple fact... You can begin pulling away from your material conception of life and your selfish desires and your attachment to all these temporary things. And as you pull away from those things, you become more attached to this spiritual path you've gotten on. It's said by Shri Rupa Goswami that this is the determination of your advancement in spiritual life. The more you're becoming detached from material life, the more you're becoming attached to spiritual life. So if you're losing interest in this material world, it's a spiritual sign. And if you nurture your spiritual realization, you follow the spiritual master, you read the Vedic literature, you get closer and closer to this purified consciousness of devotional service. And devotional service is in three stages, mixed, pretty much consistent devotional service, and pure devotional service. You can attain each of those platforms in time, in series, in sequence, or immediately by the commitment of your heart, by your determination to reach the highest platform and raise yourself above all these temporary things and get outside of this material universe and free yourself from the struggle for existence. So the demigods, they're pleased to hear you made it. Hey, good on you. Here goes one back to Godhead. He did it. They give full facilities. They travel with, they support the spiritual master at all times because he's here on a totally selfless mission. He's here to make sure that the opportunity for you to become perfect and free yourself from the misunderstanding of material life is always available to you and they see to it he has the resources to help you find him or help him find you. So the concept of being alone goes away. The spiritual master is always with you. Never you feel separation. You're always in association with the spiritual master through his instructions. 
and you're always guaranteed a success. And the Debbie gods then are looking out for you, too, because you're in the spiritual master's small group. And you're qualified to reach the highest platform, the demigod level, like they are, or to go on back to the spiritual world and even there make further progress, getting closer and closer to the platform of pure, unself-motivated devotional service to the Lord. The great devotees of, of the Lord are listed in the book called The Krishna Book, The Personality of Godhead. And they're all sorts, there's some 90 chapters of pastimes and activities of the Lord with his associates and the opportunity for you to understand their selfless conceptions and their selfless rendering of service is made very clear for you to understand and you can then adjust your perspective and see from that spiritual conception of rendering service and your advancement becomes very rapid then you become very grateful to the spiritual master for his books because he's given you the most important books that list and show. Similarly, there's a book called The Nectar of Devotion. It's by Srila Rupa Goswami. And this book is translated by Srila Prabhupada for us. And in there, all of the systematic structure of devotional service, all of the different platforms, all the different levels of consciousness, of realization, of activity, of service and surrender, of all the do's and all the don'ts, all the great and all the kind of everything is all laid out for you to completely regulate your life according to your capacity, your understanding, your goals. But it's all there. You are not restricted from any of the most confidential knowledge. It's not speculative. It's not metaphor. It's not historical. It is factual representation of the platform of loving devotional service without self-interest. An astonishing book of knowledge. So everything that is required for you to become a totally perfect person, to put an end to the struggle for existence, to put an end to your confusion, to permanently destroy the thought of being alone, is all available in the Vedic literature. And it is all being encouraged for you, to you, by the spiritual master and the demigods managing the universe. Everybody's on your side if you'll give up your selfishness and your illusory conception of life. And this is not easy. This material manifestation is run by selfish, godless people. They want to have control, and they get control, and they misuse it. And they abuse people, and they confuse the issue, and they contaminate us all by the group think consciousness. But if you have seen through that, if you are beginning to realize that you are greater than, you are more than, you are more valuable than this limited conception of life, read the Vedic literature, Bhagavad Gita as it is. Again, you can go further, Nectar of Devotion, Krishna Book, The Supreme Personality of Godhead. These books bring you completely out of material misconception of life and fix you firmly in an understanding of how to develop love of God at the highest platforms and liberate you, immediately liberate you from the contamination of the material world. And you find that you're no longer alone. There's a lot of others encouraging you, rooting for you, wishing for you, trying 
protecting, guiding, helping, cheering you on. And this is what everybody wants, isn't it? Don't you wish you had a whole bunch of friends that were constantly cheering you on to achieve the best, highest level of consciousness and be the best, most wonderful person you could be? Well, they're there. It's there in the management of the universe. They're constantly looking to help a person like you who's trying to come out of this material misconception and reach the highest platform. Simply take the opportunity. It's your free will, remember? It doesn't go away, remember? It's up to you to make a decision, to make a choice, to change something. Give up these temporary things that don't satisfy you and look for the Vedic knowledge so you understand the eternal things that will satisfy you. So take the opportunity that's right here in front of you at this time. You're in the human form of life. You're educated. You have the tongue. You have the ear. You can speak and hear. You can read. You have the tools at your facilities right now. The best you'll get if you're a bug or a worm, you don't get those facilities. The cats and dogs don't even have the facilities. But you do. So don't misuse your time and life in these temporary things of suffering and anxiety. Don't waste time becoming more contaminated by people's thoughts and activities that are of no spiritual value, no permanence. Go ahead and stand out from the crowd. There's going to be a 25-75 ratio. Most of the people aren't going to understand what you're doing or really give you that much encouragement. But once you get up on that platform and you're in the spiritual strata and you're working on the proper plane with the spiritual master's instructions, there is a heap of others who are encouraging you. You enter into a new, better crowd of spiritually awakened beings. And that association guarantees you success. So please take the time to read Bhagavad Gita as it is. The book is even given to you free. Prabhupada wrote the book and printed the book. And you, to have a book, a hard copy, buy it. But if you aren't in that position, he's managed to get it so that it is online and you can download it for free and you can read it. So this is how benevolent Srila Prabhupada is as our spiritual master. He's given up everything in his life for us to come out of the suffering of material existence and purify ourselves. Take the medicine. Take the opportunity. Pull yourself out of the lower levels of misconception. Raise right on up to the demigod platform and pass them by by having a service mentality developed under the instructions of the spiritual master. This is the wonderful opportunity given to you in the Vedic literature. And we're bringing this Vedic literature to you right here on this program regularly. We've been doing it now almost 15 years I've been here. So we thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. This is our contribution. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.